Well, hi everybody and welcome to Rob Evans 365. This is day number 606 and I think I've got the, the numbers wrong in the last few days so I apologise about that. I thought I was one, one or two behind where I actually am. So today uh, I am not recording this in the car, I'm in the studio today and uh, I want, look, some things have happened over, over the last, or oh, probably two weeks that um, I wanted to talk about today. And that is around the, um, some of the new clients that are, I've picked up and it's uh, new mums. Now I'm talking about mums that have uh, their first, they're having their first baby and they are, oh gosh, I think they may be 12, 16 weeks old, something like that. And it's really lovely to see them uh, come along to boot camp because look, there is, I think of Brooke Shields when I, when I talk about this. So I, I interviewed Brooke uh, over in LA in 2018. And um, you know, when I was doing the research before interviewing uh, Brooke, she's got a couple of books. And one of the, the things that I didn't know about her before I started doing the research was the fact that she suffered from postnatal depression or postpartum uh, depression. And her book, which is a New York uh, bestseller, if you're interested, it's called Down Came the Rain. And it's, uh, it's a, a really personal and beautiful insight into what she went through with her postnatal depression and how she got through it. Um, because she did get to the stage where she, uh, you know, she hated her, her first child and um, there was this overwhelming sense of emotion all the time and uh, it's a real challenge. And so when I get uh, an opportunity to work with, uh, with new mums uh, through my boot camp program, that's where they're most popularly uh, coming to me. Um, it, it really gives me a thrill because often what happens is that, you know, you, for, for the, the first mums, you're giving up your body. And it's, if you've been in, say, pretty good shape before, and now all of a sudden you're carrying around this baby that you're cooking in your tummy for, uh, for nine months, and you, your body just goes through such immense uh, trauma, to produce this baby and you're putting on all this unwanted weight and you've never had a belly before and now you've got this belly and you're trying to think about all the good reasons as to why uh, you're doing the right thing by having your body go through this trauma and then the baby comes and uh, you go through this horrific pain potentially and um, you know surgery if you're having a cesarean or if things don't go quite right and then you know if you're breastfeeding then however long you're breastfeeding for and now you've got all this unwanted weight that you're wanting to, to lose. And I can see how, uh, like I've got many clients uh, that have gone through postnatal depression and uh, it has a, a really deep impact because it's, um, it's difficult for men to relate to because uh, we don't go through the same hormonal and chemical reaction from carrying the child. We don't have the oxytocin in our brains in the same levels that the uh, women do, so they have a natural nurturing nature to them, whereas men, men don't. Uh, so it's a, it's a really difficult experience. Um, so what I love to see is how um, they connect. So I've got, oh, I think we've got six clients right now with new babies. 
and um, four of them come along to boot camp and it's great to see them all connecting together and um, you know sharing stories and um, you know talking about all baby stuff and which I don't have a particular interest in but I just like uh, providing the environment for them to be able to do that and obviously helping them with their exercise and their food and to hear them talk about how much better they're feeling and they're getting into a routine and starting to take that, I guess, ownership back of their body and start to feel, feel so good. So I guess today's podcast is, is really for, for those new mums out there and maybe anyone that is listening to this that uh, you know, has somebody in their life that is in this position it can be really tough and you can think, wow, they've got a new baby and uh, it's magnificent. And look, this is going to sound really wrong, but there's certainly a perception out there that, oh, well, you're having a baby, so you get to stay home. I wish I could stay home and just look after the baby. Well, trust me, that's normally a man that's saying that. And it's, it clearly is coming from a place of you've clearly not ever had to do these things before and you obviously can't breastfeed but changing all the nappies and doing all this stuff all the time and just having baby talk all the time and uh, having having to be up all the time feeding all the time changing the nappies like I say and it, it wears you out it, it really does now I I do have some experience in this I've got two girls myself and um, I think when the girls were about two I decided to um, step out of my, no, hang on, how old? Yeah, Olivia was two, Emily was four. Um, uh, my uh, now ex-wife, uh, we decided to do a role swap and I wanted to start running my business. So I w- moved out of the corporate, corporate world and uh, started running my own business and that gave some flexibility uh, to uh, run some clients uh, during the, the evening and then uh, just do the uh, yeah looking after the kids and doing all the all the things with the kids in between and it, it, it's certainly a challenge I mean I'm an organized person and I cope with it well and I, I quite liked it and it was something that was really important for me to do because I wanted to have my kids growing up knowing that they spent time with me and things that they'd done with me and, and stuff and obviously when they're really young they're not going to remember that but um, I remember it and I think it helps a dad develop a, a different type of rapport than if you're not, if you're not so present in their life. Um, so I've always wanted to, to step up and be a different kind of dad in that context. Um, so, and I know how hard it is. Man, it's, it can be really trying, especially when there's two of them and they're crying and one wants this and one wants that and they're you know, completely different and they're fighting with each other, they're fighting with you or you know, just unhappy, they won't eat their food and it's like you've just made two different things and it's like, like it's hard, it is, it's really hard. But as babies, when they can't really communicate with you properly apart from crying, uh, it, makes it, it makes it really hard. And I, I think one of the hardest jobs in the world, if not the hardest job in the world, is to be a mum and have to raise, raise the kids because it's just a different experience than a, a man. Uh, can go through so um, the things that I see that work really well to help a mum feel good is everybody's like about the baby and giving the gifts to the babies and stuff and I like to give uh, my new mums 
um, gifts to come back to exercise. So I might give them a free month of a boot camp or something just so that they can do something for themselves. And that's what I'm hearing from the new mums now too, that this is something that's for them because everything else, every other hour of the day, every other of the 23 hours is given to the child. Um, so they get to take an hour out for themselves and look after themselves because if they're better, then they're better for the, the child and they're better for everybody else in their life as well. Um, like the physical exercise just has a great chemical release in your body, a positive chemical release that just makes you feel good. I mean, if we can make our mums feel good, then fantastic because they'll be better and then the whole world will be better. Um, so I reckon if, if the raising the kids uh, was left up to the men, the kids would be in a, uh, a, a much worse position. So we've got to really make sure that we look after our mums, uh, or the, the ones that are mums, not just our own mums, but you know what I'm talking about, the, one, the new mums. Um, so the, the physical aspect is a, a really important one. Um, the, obviously the, uh, the nutrition aspects as well, making sure that uh, we get our, our new mums eating the right foods because the ones that I've been dealing with lately, because they're so tired, they will go for either not eating properly or uh, you know, not frequently enough, or they're just grabbing whatever they can and surviving off maybe lollies and maybe high energy carbohydrates and those types of things because they're easy to grab they can graze on them kind of all day and think that they're doing the right thing because they're so tired. So when you're tired, you're drawn towards sugar, you're drawn towards the, you know, that high energy carbs like breads and rice and pastas and that sort of stuff just to try and keep you up and you feel like you've got to keep having that stuff to give you the energy. But the reality is it's, um, it's not giving you the, a proper sort of a clean energy and you're, you're being clogged up and you're getting these uh, big spikes in in energy then dropping down low with the sugar because it brings you up and down. And, and as soon as you start to eat properly and introduce a balanced program of your protein, your plant-based food and your high energy carbs and eating frequently like the six meals and stuff. And one thing that um, a lot of the, the new mums don't do is make sure that they're consuming the right amount of calories uh, in conjunction with their breastfeeding because breastfeeding can burn up to you know like 600 650 calories a day um, through the breastfeeding depending on how much um, you know how much the the baby's uh, drinking um, so it's nature's natural way to help you get your your body back um, but a lot of mums don't consume enough food and of the right type of food to get the right calories to you know keep the milk coming and um, you know, to help them stay energized. And drinking enough water is another one. You've got to stay very hydrated because obviously somebody is sucking all this liquid out of you. Uh, so um, there's, it's a, a delicate little balance that a lot of mums don't get it right. So I, I really enjoy working with them to help, uh, you know, them feel better about their food, get that uh, a better program for them, get them organized so that they're not just thinking about the baby and they're thinking about themselves as well, because certainly new mums, it's a, and dads, but it's a completely foreign experience. And you, you, so you don't have a routine for it because you haven't done it before. 
Um, so you need someone to come along and say, look, you've still got to make sure you look after yourself. Here's some really easy ways to do it. So I sat down with somebody yesterday, two actually, yesterday, and said, look, these are some really simple tips that you can use to make sure that you've still taken care of you. And yeah, you might only have 10 minutes here and there. You can make this one in two minutes. Okay, so bang, do that one. And here are the options. Make sure you've got these foods in your house and uh, you'll do super, super well. Uh, so to me, that's exciting because I can play a role in helping people improve, uh, improve their energy levels. And you know, as soon as you've got more energy, you're gonna get better outcomes. You're gonna be more focused, more productive, think clearer, feel better, and have an overall uh, better mental clarity of, of who you are, what you are, and where you're going. And uh, that's what I like because I, I think uh, I see people kind of get lost in the whole experience of having a child and taking care of it, and they'll put on 10, 15, 20, 30 kilos or even more because they feel so overwhelmed with what's happening uh, with raising a child. And sometimes the partner isn't as supportive perhaps as you would you would like them to be. Um, so it's a, it's a real challenging experience. So I think, um, again, I've said this many times before, is what I love so much about the exercise and a healthy way of living because it just creates such uh, an amazing platform for your body and soul to feel fantastic to do whatever it is that you want in life. And this is no exception. Uh, so um, obviously there's the physical aspects of and there can be this, I want to get my body back, I want to get my body back. And what you have to realize is that it took nine months to create this uh, a human being inside you. Let's take some time, be patient about what it is that we're doing to reclaim your body. Um, because I think that's what it really is. It's about reclaiming um, what you want for yourself to, to feel like you haven't just completely given up your life for someone else and that you're, uh, you, know, you can achieve both things, but it's gonna take some time. And I think you need to be thinking about what are the other aspects of what you want in a, a, your body transformation. Don't make it just about the scales, make it about um, feel, feeling healthy, feeling good, being strong, being fitter, um, and the rest will come if you do it in a sensible way. But I think don't, don't just focus on the scales because you're gonna have days where you're, you're up and days when you're down, and um, it's only one measure of what it is that you're doing uh, with your health and wellness. I would rather the mums be maybe not exactly where they, they want to be, as quickly as they want to be, but be feeling energized and feeling amazingly healthy about, um, uh, you know, in themselves, but also having a tremendous sense of mental clarity in that they're being the, you know, the best versions of themselves for them first, then for their, their baby and um, you know, partner and, and people around them. Uh, because the, the mental health is so important uh, for all of us in life, but when you're a new mum, it becomes even more challenging. Sleep deprivation is horrible. The first six months of having children can be really, really tough if your baby doesn't sleep and uh, it just challenges you. So um, I think anything that we can do to help improve 
our self-esteem and what it is that we're doing and the role that we're playing in our family is, is really, really important because we all want to add value. We all want to be doing better. And if you can connect all those things that, well, yeah, I am here where I am right now, but I can see that this is going to take some time for me to get my body back to where I want to. So what can I do in the meantime? I can, um, I can really nurture myself. And I was talking to a mum like this yesterday and I said, look, I can never have a baby. I, I can't feel what you're feeling. But I said, if I related to my shoulder surgery, I said, it's, it's a bit like this. I had my shoulder surgery and I knew that uh, this is on my left shoulder. So my, um, the last the surgeries I had. So I, I had my surgery, realized that, okay, I've gone to a point in my training where I just want to keep moving forward. But I now know that I've got to have shoulder surgery. And because I've had surgery on my right, I know that it's probably going to take me potentially 12 months before I get back to this same point where I am right now. And that's really frustrating because when you're on a, a you know, you're a, not a competitive athlete, but you're, I still consider myself an athlete, then that's really frustrating because I've been making such fantastic progress and I just want to keep moving forward all the time. I don't want to move backwards. But then I said, okay, let's take a step away from that and look at my life and the long-term plan for me. It's like, well, if I don't fix this now, yes, I can keep moving forward, but I'm only going to move forward so far before maybe I do something more serious or I'm in so much pain that it, it really has an impact on my mental uh, clarity and focus when I'm actually doing a workout, then it's going to be to my detriment. So, okay, I need to have the surgery. I'll focus on the fact that, yes, I'm going to be pain-free and I will get back to and beyond where I am right now, but I need to stop and have this work done now. And yeah, I need to rehab every day. It's going to be challenging, but I know that that's where the situation is going to be. So I came to that decision in my own head. So then you have the surgery. I know that I'm going to not be able to exercise that for probably about six weeks and I'm going to lose a reasonable amount of muscle around the shoulder joint and probably other part of my chest and back and so forth because I'm just not able to exercise it. But then I say, okay, well, during that time, what can I focus on? What I can focus on is rehabilitating doing my exercises every single day for my shoulder. And when I first start, it's three times a day. And uh, not, never missing, so always getting that. The other thing that I can do is make sure that I can still keep up with my cardio, like doing my steps and that kind of stuff. I can still do that. So yeah, tick, I can do that. What's something else I can do? I can make sure that I'm still eating all the right foods. I can make sure that I'm sticking to my meal plan. So yeah, tick, do that too. I can also make sure that my mental focus is sharp and that my clarity is good and that I'm continuing to grow myself every day. And I can do that by listening to podcasts. I can do that by uh, doing some strategic thinking each day, some creative thinking. I can do that by reading and listening to uh, you know, programs and that type of thing to keep growing myself and say, yeah, tick, I can still do all those things. So the reality is the only thing I can't do is, you know, I can't do 
uh, I can't use the left side of my body right now for lifting weights with my arms. So when I came to that realization, it's like, okay, well, I'm, if I keep focusing on the longer term picture, then I know I'm gonna get some amazing outcomes. So kind of a bit like the baby, we've lost, seem to have lost our bodies and we know that it's gonna be a steady road back to getting that back. But there are a bunch of things, like all the ones I just mentioned that I was focusing on, that you can still focus on as a new mum to feel so much better about yourself. Because then, yes, I could sit there every day and be disappointed and upset over the fact that I have had surgery and now I've gone way back to the very beginning. And a mum can feel like that too gone way back to the very beginning. I've put on 10 kilos, 12 kilos. I've known some mums that have put on 30 kilos and they only do that once because when they come down to the second child, they say, I'm not doing that again. That was too hard to get off. And um, I was just eating Magnum ice creams or something and I uh, really blew out. Uh, So if we focus on what you can control, then fantastic. You can just concentrate on those things every day and know that you're getting to the outcome that you want. You've got to be consistent. You just got to do it consistently every single day and you'll get the, the right outcome. Um, so that's the way I set my mums up for success, making sure that they do that. Now in my case, so I went for, oh, what was it? I think it was seven months rehabilitating every day, working hard, doing all those things, only to discover that, you know what? You got to have the surgery again, slightly different, but you got to have surgery on the shoulder again. And the recovery is going to be just as long so I, after seven months, I realized that, oh man, I've got to do this again. So then it's going to take me another seven months to get back to this same point. So now I've, I've lost, well, in theory, I suppose 14 months. The reality was it's probably about 16, 20 months uh, to get back to this same point. And it's like, oh, that's so frustrating because I, was, I felt I was making good progress up to a point and now I'm not, so I'm really not happy with that. So how do we fix it? Oh man, that seems so unfair. But kind of like having a second child, isn't it? Same thing comes along, it's like, okay, well my body's about to go through the same thing again. So I thought, okay, I had faith in knowing that, look, my right shoulder is now good. You know, it's strong, it's powerful, it's pain-free more importantly, and I know because I had faith in my surgeon that I would get back to where it was that I wanted to get to. And um, that's where I'm, I'm at right now. Um, it's, uh, it's pretty much pain-free. I still have to be careful. It's not back to the same strength as my right at this stage, but every day I'm still rehabilitating and working it. And um, you know, I can focus on all those other things as well And that's how put me in a position now where I've never been more focused in my life. I've never been, uh, you know, looked as good as I I look right now in terms of what I want for myself, the goals that I'm aiming for. Uh, I've never been more focused on my workouts. My nutrition is fantastic. Um, Like I'm just doing so well with all of this. And I've gone through those two experiences. So I just chose to focus on the things that I could control and keep working on those in a, in a way that has perhaps been different to the way that I've been living in other, other periods of time. It's like 
okay, how do I create an environment around me so that I can have it all? I can have the, the focus and the strength and the energy and the results and the mental clarity um, without getting lost in the whole process and feeling like it's too overwhelming. So that's, that's the only way that I can kind of relate to, the, to mums in terms of what they're going through and saying, well, okay, let's just focus on those things that you can control. Um, you kind of lose control of your body when you're making a baby and um, that's unfortunate, but I guess it's, it's our life and we can focus on all those other things as well. So uh, all these mums I'm working with are, are feeling fantastic. They're really connecting with each other as well and um, they're feeling better about themselves as mums, about themselves as, as people. Um, reclaiming their sexy bodies, uh, which is really important. And some of them, it's to not only reclaim where they were before, but to go beyond that and get what they really, really want. Because normally, most people, before they fall pregnant, they want a sexier version of, of themselves than there. So it's not just getting back to their, their pre-baby weight, it's getting then to the dream, uh, the dream body. And uh, I'm just really happy and proud to be able to play a role in helping support our, our beautiful mums uh, to achieve the outcomes that they want. So I thought this was a really, a really good topic. I've really enjoyed um, you know, having some influence and impact on, on the new mums and I know that they really value it because often uh, the only support that they get can be from other mums that are going through the same experience but they don't necessarily have the skills to be able to give them real tips and tools to take their life and their health to a whole new level. So I get excited about that. So that's my message today. You have a great day wherever you are in the world. I will see you tomorrow.